I just want to pray before we begin. I'm distracted now by the picture. Um, obviously, you'll, you'll recognize who that is. A lot younger, about four or five years ago. My son is actually staying, sitting over here. And uh, yeah, and actually, maybe that's a, a great way to start. Do you feel comfortable to stand quickly, Ethan? <laughs> Don't want to embarrass you, but I just say you declare that you are my son in whom I'm well pleased. Amen. Love you, big boy. Can sit. And at the outset, may you remember that that's what your father says over you. That you are his son, you are his daughter in whom he is well pleased. Let's pray. Daddy, Abba, Father, thank you for your immense love for us. Shown through your son, Jesus, and what he did on the cross for us. Holy Spirit, I just welcome you here this morning. And I pray and ask that you would come and that you would speak through me. That it would be you speaking. That you would touch your people. That it wouldn't be me speaking, but you. So we just lift up this time to you and we just declare, come and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now you'll see I'm sharing that your father is faithful. You'll see there's a spelling mistake there, but it's on purpose. Because so often we refer to God as being faithful. And he is. And when we say it, we mean God is faithful to do what he said that he will do. And that is absolutely true. But it means something as well. Else. That is, that if you are faithless or empty of faith, he is faithful. He is full of the faith that you need. And this message today, as I was waiting on the Lord for today, we have the theme of building ourselves up in our most holy faith this year. And it's been wonderful. And it still continues. But I feel there's a lot of us in this room that you don't know if you have faith anymore. You're holding on by a thread. You're desperate. You don't know if you're going to make it. You feel like you're at your last breath. I feel that Daddy's wanting to encourage you today. And he's wanting to remind you to come to him Because he's the one that's full of faith when you are not. And he wants to come and touch you in that area. And he wants to give you the faith that you need. That you feel you don't have. Amen. I'll be sharing two points with you. And the first one is that your faith is not in your own strength. It comes from God. And we need to be reminded of that. Please take up your Bibles with me. And you'll know the, the very important tradition that we do here. Well, it's not a tradition, it's a, it's a godly thing that we do. So hold, hold up your Bible with me. And let's declare, this is God's word. Is God's word. God, said God said it. I believe it. I believe it. And that settles it. Yes. Amen. May you always have this with you. Please turn with me to Romans chapter 4.
to verse 16 and 17. And it says, so the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. And we all, we are all certain to receive it. Whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Excuse me, that's the new thing out of nothing I don't want. What is there in your life that seems dead that needs to be brought back to life? What new things need to be created out of nothing? Remember that your faith is a gift from the God that brings dead back to life. It is not in your own strength. It is in His. And I believe something that has crept into the church even, and it's not meaning to, because we're people, we're human, we have feelings, we have expectations, and we have circumstances. And those things creep into our godly experience. And then we think because we're down, or because the chips are against us, or our circumstances aren't good, that we don't have faith. And then we say, I don't know if I have faith. And we allow the devil to rob and say, the devil has rocked my faith. I've lost my faith. I've lost so much of it. And the reason why I believe that is bad is the thing that has crept in, in terms of our feelings, is I think inadvertently we've, we've surmised that it's up to me. I have to psych myself up and then it will change. Faith is up to me. Like, we've, like you need a motivational speaker. Yes, I can do it. Yes. But so often we have a positive declaration and there is power in declaring things in God. But there needs to be substance behind it. And so often we have a confirmation out of fear, not out of faith. And then we get discouraged and depressed like we heard enunciated so beautifully earlier in the play, becoming depressed. And then we walk around feeling like we've got a, a faith that is destroyed. And I feel Father wants to encourage those of you who you're at your end. You're struggling in your marriage. You're struggling in your business. You're struggling at home. Maybe this is empty. You may lose your home, you may lose your car, you may lose your job, you may lose that salary, you may lose that very bank account, but what you cannot lose is your faith, because it is in God. Yes, we're warned not to lose our faith, but that is, that is something different. And God wants to remind you today that you need to come to Him, because He's the one that is full of faith when you are empty. And I think the thing that we stop doing is we don't go to God enough. And the situation hits us and we're like, what am I going to do? And you're already, you're already discouraged, you're already down, and you're right there and the situation happens and you react out of fear and you speak to a situation that doesn't change and you think your faith doesn't work, but you're not doing it out of faith, you're doing it out of fear. 
And not saying that God's withholding something because you're doing it out of fear, but you're giving the devil a foothold. And the other thing is too often we give him too much credit and, and then when things are going tough, we're thinking, what am I doing wrong? What curse do I have to cut off? Um, what, what, what door have I opened? And yes, there are times like that, but I thought Father really wanted to encourage a lot of you today and say, did you ever think that maybe the difficulty you're going through right now is because you're doing something right and not something wrong? What if that very area that is trying to destroy you is going to be your greatest victory? And it's going to be part of your testimony and God is wanting to touch lives through you, but he can only do that once that victory has been won. And Jesus has paid the price, so you need to step into that victory and stop trying to do it in your own strength and saying you're doing it by faith, but you're actually doing it by fear. Amen. And there's circumstances that we stand in and then we don't know what to do and then we're disillusioned and, and it gets the better of us when we're supposed to actually go back to the war room the whole time, go back to Father. And there should be like a, there should be a swagger, man. There should be a Christian swagger. There should be a faith swagger where it's because of the faith that I have in God, not because of me, not because of the way I'm dressed, not because of the way I make you feel. We've mentioned it before. It's time for us not to be moved by what we see, by what we feel. The only one that should move us is God. And when I dance, it's because I dance before the Lord. And the one that moves me is God. And that you can be in a situation, people say, why are you okay? Why are you calm? Why are you walking almost arrogant? I'm not arrogant. I'm not in my own strength. But I know the one who has the faith. I know the one who has the victory. And that's what I'm declaring. And that's what's going to happen in my life. You can turn to Romans 8.28. Still on the same point. But you'll know it well. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And there's many of you that may be sitting here and you're in a wilderness or a desert season in your life. And you're not excluded. And I really feel Father God is saying, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't compare yourself to others, because that's another thing we still do in the church, which we shouldn't do. Not because of the church, but because we're people, is we compare ourselves. And you're supposed to compare yourself to the Word. You're supposed to compare yourself to what God says about you, not what your circumstances are shouting at you. And we are moved by faith. We are not supposed to be moved by circumstances. And may you be encouraged that should you be in a desert season or a wilderness season, this too shall pass. And God is intimately involved in every area of your life. He hasn't forgotten you. He knows exactly where you are. He knows how bad the marriage is. He knows how bad the business is. And he's not punishing you. Yes, sometimes we can go through circumstances because of bad decisions, but if you've repented and you've asked God for forgiveness and you know you did something wrong, move on. Because Jesus paid for the shame and condemnation and guilt that comes along with that mistake you made. So you lift your eyes, you lift your vision higher. I believe a big key of this is we forget to see ourselves the way God sees us. And we forget that we are seated in heavenly places, not down here. You're passing through, you're just a tourist on a sightseeing mission. 
You're just passing through and you're taking back land for him that has been given to the devil. And the way that is going to happen is by living by faith. And that is by aligning yourself with heaven, seeing what God sees, saying what God says, filling yourself with the word, and then you see that substance. Then you see those things change. So I want to encourage you, don't be declaring things out of fear. Be declaring it out of faith, even if it's a little bit. The second point is that you give God your measure of faith, and he will bring the increase. However little you think you have, give it to God like your five loaves and two fishes. Don't try and hold on to it yourself and then there's nothing left. But give him the little you have left, the little you have, and let him give you what's left. And then it's more than enough to fill 12 baskets and then your faith is overflowing again because you just gave the little bit that he had. So you'll know the scripture well. You're welcome to turn there if you want to. Matthew 17 verse 20. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there and it would be, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. And that's an encouragement that maybe your faith is just like a mustard seed at the moment. But it's like yeast. If God adds it to a situation, it will grow exponentially. And that's what God wants for you. So your faith is in the one that makes the impossible possible. You do the possible and let him do the impossible. Sometimes we try and play God. We think we can force a situation by shouting at it too much. But actually we don't believe that it will change because we become disillusioned. But authority is not about volume. It's about depth in God. And if you have that depth of understanding in God and you can walk in the faith that he's given you, you can whisper to a situation and it'll change. Because it's God who changes it, not you. And then you'll know the next scripture very well. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So faith is not by what you're seeing in front of you. So you can be in a situation. But because you've been with God in the morning you can see behind it and we've stopped seeing behind it and we shout at things at face value based on what we're seeing and because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us we're supposed to have extra vision that can see through that that empty bank account that can see through that job situation that's not going the way it is you could be in a, a job that God wants you to move on from but you're trying to speak life into something that is dead and God's wanting to open a new door. And I'm not telling you to do something foolish, but it's about us obeying God. And if you're with God every day, I know a testimony of someone that was in that situation and they were fighting, fighting, fighting the situation. And when they obeyed God and they let it go, within a week they got the new job. Because we need to see what God sees. Don't, don't just presume and don't just make decisions and don't just take steps we need to follow Jesus' example where everything the Father told him, he did. Don't do anything without being with God first. And I want to challenge you with that. We cannot survive in these days without meeting with God in the morning. 
That's part of your armor is the gospel of peace. If you run out out of fear, you don't have the gospel of peace on your feet. And the day is going to have its way with you. And so is the devil. But if you're with God in the morning, and that gives you that substance for your faith to hold on to, then when you walk into your day, and the same situation from yesterday appears, now I will not be moved. Because the one who moved me, moved me this morning. And now I will stand firm. And that's where we should be. Your faith in God is the assurance of what you hoped for. And the miracles God has done for you in the past are manifestations of what you do not see. We often refer to the Israelites and say 40 years and you know, the, God parted the Red Sea and they walked through and they still murmured and complained and then they murmured and complained with manna and we, we refer to them like, hey, they're a different race. That's us. We do the same thing. How many times has God come through for you before and you're doubting him today? Just take a second and think of the miracles God's done for you in your life in the past. How many times were you in the situation that you're in now? Maybe not the exact same situation, but with the same feeling. And you were declaring then, this too shall pass. And it did, didn't it? So what's the difference today? We need to get back to that place that no matter what we see, no matter what we feel, because it's only going to keep getting worse. You can see what's happening out there. Yes, God comes through for us, and we, God is not restricted to the economy. But if you want to get that substance, if you want to have something positive to hold on to, you're not going to get it out there. You're going to get it alone with God. And a lot of us have gotten lazy in our times with God, and we need to be filling us with the Word. The Word says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. How much of the Word are you hearing? Are you only hearing it on Sunday? Well, are you hearing it in the morning? God gave you such substance that you can hold on to. And just felt practically in terms of that, you may be reading a, through the Bible in 365 days, and that's special and beautiful in itself. But rather be eating chunks of it at a time, even if it's slow, and be living it, rather than reading the whole Bible in a year and you're not living any of it. God designed for us to eat and chew on it until it's real in your life. And if it's not, then you chew on it again. And you stay in that scripture. You stay in that chapter until it is applicable in your life. And you can see it. Because God says, you seek me in secret, I'll reward you in the open. The rewards in the open is situations changing. Not because you're forcing God's hand. But you, can, but you know there's nowhere else to go but him. And he wants to change the situation. And if you want the situation to change, you need to go to him. And not go to other things to make you feel better. The only one that's going to make you feel better is God. And we need to get back to that place. Amen. So if you're low in faith, go deeper in the word. And we know that. And that's tried and tested. And, and we've heard that for centuries. But we all have times where we get busy and we get lazy. There's times when you make, make time to do something you enjoy. Make sure the first thing that you prioritize time-wise is time with God, even if it means you saying no to something else. God often speaks to me in, in, in particulars of a word and then breaks it down, and the Lord showed me the word faith and broke it down for me, that Father always initiates through heaven. And may you see faith a different way, that faith is activated through God in you, not by you. Yes, we're building ourselves up in our most holy faith, but the one that does it is God. It's like you're plugging into him and it fills up. 
You plug in into him and by spending time with God every day, you will see your faith level rise. You will see things affect you less. You will see what people do and say to you affect you less because I'm moved by God and nothing else. So may you truly be encouraged today that, that God knows the situation that you're in. And he's not putting you in difficult situations. Maybe it's an attack that you're under because the enemy wants to keep you from what he knows God has for you. And we need to press on, not so we can have a testimony for others, that's part of it, but so that we can bring glory to God with our lives ultimately because we're in accordance with the will and the plan that he has for us. And that next thing that he has for you, he wants for you. And what you're going through now, he wants it to pass just as much as you do. And be reminded that he loves you. He hasn't forgotten. And if you're in a situation, uh, we heard it also in the play, God is, God is, I believe his heart is so hurting for his sons and daughters and he's saying, I've had enough of them struggling. It's not, I'm not preaching the prosperity, name it, claim it, frame it. If you truly desire, delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart, as Psalm says, but it means the desires themselves will actually change. And you won't claim things that is not his will for you. But you will claim things that are in line with his will for you. And God is stepping in with his father heart love, with the love of Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. And I want to honor the Trinity today because I believe there's times that we neglect one of the three of them. They're three individual persons, but one God. And we serve that God and we need all of them. And God is saying, I am. If your marriage is a shambles, I am. If your finances are gone, I am. If your business is a mess, I am. If you've lost everything, I am. If you can't believe in yourself, I am. If you feel you don't have faith, I am. And the Lord showed me that a word that I've been embracing, I'll create a new word for myself, is I want to be father full. It's not a technical word in the in our grammar, but I want to be father full. And if I see I, the letter I, if I see I in the middle of, somewhere in the middle of father, you'll see faith in there. So my faith is in my father. And what Jesus has paid such a price for me to attain. So stop selling yourself short because feelings and circumstances are getting the best of you. We need to ignore what we see. We need to ignore what we feel. And if you want to do that today, please stand with me and we're going to declare the Lord's Prayer together as we close. And you can re repeat a line uh, after me. You'll see I've made it current. I've made it present day because God is doing it. What we pray in the Lord's Prayer, God is doing. And we're going to be encouraged today. And remember that he is doing these things for us. So please repeat after me. Our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will is being done. On earth as it is in heaven. You are giving us our daily bread. You are forgiving us our debts. As we are forgiving our debtors, you are leading us not into temptation. 
but delivering us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So may you be encouraged today. That little bit of faith that you have, it's enough. Let God bring the increase. Bring the little that you have and let Him increase it. Father chose you. Jesus saved you. The Holy Spirit will sustain you. Be encouraged. You do have faith. Amen. Bless you. Have a wonderful week. And may you turn the world upside down with a faith that sets you apart because you believe. Amen. Amen.